thinking about your next getaway. Rediscover the journey, the adventure of the open road and every stop along the way. Rediscover space and comfort on board in our lounges and private cabins. Enjoy the fresh sea air and relax as you travel safely and in style. Rediscover ferry travel with Stanoline and take a carcation to Britain. Our great value economy fares start from only €117 single car and driver, with flexi-ticket upgrades only €18 more. Whenever you're ready, we can't wait to welcome you on board. Explore your options today at Stenoline.ie. Hello and welcome to Castology. I am Zancy Weber, one of your castologists, and this is Castology, the podcast where we tell you everything you need to know about the podcast that you need to be listening to. How much fucking caffeine have you had today? I'm, <laughs> energy <laughs> is a choice, and I'm choosing <laughs> to have it. I like that choice. Yeah, I, I'm Liz Best, and I do not have a lot of energy today. It's a choice, Liz. You've got to choose to have it. I and choose to the not. person who's yet to speak is. Me. Nick Bleeker, who had chest pain yesterday. That's oh. Yeah. I'm good, though. Caffeine-induced? Well, I don't know, actually. I woke up and I had a stinging pain in my chest for the whole day, so I just sort of... Didn't go to the doctor. You no. just sort of did nothing? Just no. sort of I just ignored for the it. Best. Went to work, did, yeah. did, did my day, got cool. home, made some that's, dinner. Yep, that sounds um, like a... That's the responsible thing to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm good today. So, Adulting. You know. You're right. good today because that particular blockage has passed a little bit, but when it hits your heart, you... Oh, absolutely. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. So This is my last episode, everyone. <laughs> Well, Please don't. It's fingers. really hard to find new hosts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is the podcast where we each bring you a podcast that we're going to recommend. I think you said that really fast before. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. So I'm going to just going to take a nice deep breath and say it say it calmly. Yes. Uh, so we got we have a theme this week. We're each going to recommend a live podcast. Yes, and it was quite hard to mm. to I wanted to try and find a niche or like a smaller live podcast, but podcasts don't tend to be live yeah, if they don't they have, have an audience yeah. and a following. So. Yeah, it's tough. Um, I mean, I have a few on my list, but they mostly have already recommended. Like I would have, I should have kept uh, Dragon Friends for this week. Yeah, yeah. It would have been a great one. Although or even I, like, you might have killed me because <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons and you're over Dungeons and Dragons But now. I did like Dungeons and I did like Dragon Friends. So. Yeah, Liz too. So. But like... You also could have bought the one that we did for our Ghosts of Podcast Pass, mm. the uh, Dead Authors Podcast, which yeah. is another really good live one. Uh, the Dead Ladies. Dead, oh, oh no, I could have done Dead, dead Ladies or- as well. Well, Dead Authors is the one I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, of, absolutely. You know. But uh, yeah, so we're doing uh, each going to recommend a live podcast and mm-hmm. then at the end of the episode, we'll go back and review the podcast that we recommended last week. That is what we do on this show. So I'm in charge of this episode and I want to hear what... Liz has to say. Look, I'm a feminist, but <laughs> I only just started listening to The Guilty Feminist. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Um, I have been meaning to... This is one of those podcasts that's so listened to that it that I, I kind of missed the upswing of it, and so I've been meaning to go back to it. And then when we were looking for live podcasts, I thought, oh, that's right, that Guilty Feminist podcast is live, isn't it? So, The Guilty Feminist is uh, Deborah Francis White, comedian extraordinaire, um, and she, it's a podcast, it's been going since uh, 2015, I mm. think, um, and it's kind of like, look, feminism is hard sometimes because life is 
paradoxical and There's you can be hypocritical. It's and so word. many people get cancelled for not being the right kind of feminist. And look, this is why I like this podcast because it talks about feminist issues but not in a way that's going to shame you if you don't do feminism properly, she says with air quotes. So <laughs> what I like about it, I'm very slow today. Sorry, there's going to be pauses. I've slept for two and a half hours last night. We'll forgive you. Thank you. Um, they usually start the podcast with their guests saying, I'm a feminist, but, and then something completely hypocritical that, you know, like, uh, but I kind of have a crush on my gym instructor and was kind of happy when he had to fix my yoga pose the other day. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, just things like that, that kind of make you a bit of a, a bit of a, shitty feminist but not in a shaming way in a we're all here to say yeah sometimes we're not great at it the format that it has is that usually the guests uh you'll have a comedian guest and then like a serious guest so they do stand up um usually two bits of stand up that are on whatever the topic of the episode is and then they have like serious chats in the middle so it's kind of almost like a, a feminist talk show with stand-up acts um, so I really like this podcast. I have not been listening to it for nearly as long as I should have as a self-proclaimed feminist. I just want to flag. I have listened to this before. Mm-hmm. Well, so... You're a better feminist than me? Is that what you're <laughs> saying? Yeah, I was going to say, like, guilty. I am a feminist, but I think I am a better feminist than Liz. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I will <laughs> say, I, I, I am a feminist, but I also haven't recommended this yet because I really wanted Liz to... Great. I can't Great make up my mind if that's good that you were letting the lady do it or whether you're like, I'll let the lady Well, have I have the recommended this to you. <laughs> I have recommended this to you outside of that's the podcast. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, and um, like it would it, – look, I am I am getting to the end of my very long list of podcasts that I listen to and have yet to recommend. Yeah. So I w- it would have come up eventually. Yeah. But yeah, I – I like the vulnerability in this podcast. Yeah. Mm. I like the fact that – um, they talk about all issues that modern feminists should be aware of and they talk about how sometimes they're a bit insecure about doing what they should do. Um, I was listening to a particularly good episode today um, that I messaged the boys about going, look, if you haven't already done your homework or if you've got time for extra, um, I really liked the episode uh, with Cal Wilson, episode 140 on empathy. Um, it's also kind of sad because they're they talking... They have great guests though. They have amazing guests, but one of the guests is... Um, one of the women who was instrumental in getting the medivac uh, laws where they would evacuate people from right. Manus and Nauru yep. happening in our government uh, in all its wisdom has just repealed that law, which basically means that... Mm-hmm. So this woman's in tears about how she's so proud of, of doing this thing that is allowing... Um, you know, people who are sick, who are refugees in what are essentially concentration camps, um, to be evacuated for medical help and doctors would get to assess that, but now our government's decided that no politicians should be able to assess that and that's just shit. So mm. it's kind of a bit of sad timing. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just shows that it can be really funny and then very serious. So give it a listen and let us know how you're a shitty feminist. All right. I look forward to next week where we can all confess. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm going to go next. Uh, so the one, the live podcast that I'm recommending this week is Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. This is possibly the most popular podcast I've ever recommended. Really? Oh, really. Wow. This Legit, is an, I've never heard of this. Yeah, this is, never. It's an NPR podcast. <laughs> it's been going for over 30 years. What? what? Now, not... 
always as a podcast or called a podcast, but NPR oh, has right. been producing this show for 30 years. And Was it like radio? radio or? Show, like on, on their radio, on terrestrial radio, and then they released like uh, like CDs or whatever of the best of, wait, wait, don't tell me, and now it's a, a podcast. Wow. Basically, it's a game show where they get uh, celebrities in or they get uh, – uh, celebrities calling in or they get just people calling in to ask about like current event uh, questions or comedians to make jokes about current events. Um, so it's, kind of, yes, it's just kind of like a riff. Um, it's kind of, for those of you who are in Australia, I call it kind of like Good News Week light. Oh. It's, it's a, a bit more structured than Good, Good News Week. It's hosted by Peter Segal. It's very I kind of lighthearted so and fun. It's NPR, so it's never controversial. It's never kind of heavy-handed. It is very. Um, they do. They don't like shy away from. Like they talk about impeachment. They talk about whatever. But it's never. It's never not like very blue political. Or no, like, absolutely yeah. not. It's it's fun for the whole family. Um, yeah. So wait, wait. Don't tell me. Um, I really so like I, that title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it is, uh, I have recommended specific episodes, but the, it's much of a muchness because there's good jokes on all episodes and the yeah. celebrities don't, aren't a huge presence in the show, but I have recommended Liz, the Leslie Odom Jr. <gasps> episode. And Aaron Burser. <laughs> yes. And for Nick, Charlie Day. My man, I love Charlie. <laughs> good friend of mine, I'm just joking. Yeah, good friend of mine, so <laughs> fuck you. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> I actually have a photo with him. I oh, was at a movie premiere that he was at. Yeah, it was when they were doing um, Horrible Bosses and it was him oh. and I've got a photo with, I just call him Floyd. What's his name? Um, um, the 30 Rock. Uh, 30 Rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He French plays Floyd on 30 Rock. Oh, the no. other guy, oh. uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, yeah. He's just my Floyd. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Liz Lemon. He's Floyd. We're going to get married. It's what's going to happen. You said 30 Rock. Rock? I heard Third Rock. No, <laughs> not Third <laughs> Rock. No, like, the other show with Rock Stewart in it. Is yeah. No, not weird, French yeah. Stewart. No, no, no. But Charlie Day, very cool person. Yeah. For the 30 seconds in which I met him. Oh, you have to show me that photo because I'm jealous now. I will. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to recommend mine, which is pretty much... Zanes, except Australian. So I'm recommending. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you did <laughs> did you just ask Zane for his homework notes, and he said, "Yeah, but just change it up a little." Kind of sorta, <laughs> kind of sorta. Um, so I, I'm recommending. Um, <laughs> have you been paying attention? So it's Channel 10's like, like podcast version of the TV show ah. because it translates pretty well into a podcast form. Obviously, it has its visual cues. Um, but if you're not familiar with the show, it hasn't run for 30 years, um, but it's run by the working dog guys. So all the guys that did, you know, uh, Christ, what do they do? Everything oh, funny they did, in um, Australia. Utopia, <laughs> a, a lot of ABC yeah. stuff. They're just like masters of comedy. So uh, they have a lot of like Australian comedians, international guests coming in, probably not as big as Charlie Day, but um, it's a good bit of fun. And it's like just the Australian version. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so have you been paying attention? There's always on Australian TV a show like this, but it's done by different people at different times and yeah. called something different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only the only issue I'd say with the show is that it runs with the season that it airs on Channel 10. Of course. So there's right. no, like, yeah. when the show's on a break on Channel 10, the show's on a break as the podcast. Ugh. So they don't really do specials. So if you tune into the feed, you're going to listen to dated stuff. It's still really funny. Yeah. And it's really good to binge if you're looking sort of just to backdate a little bit. But mm. I think I, my research tells me that it comes out in around May and it lasts till about September, November. So 
Have yeah. they been running the podcast, uh, do you know, uh, for, um, the, for the same length of time as the TV or was it a late edition? Or? No. So I found the podcast because a friend of mine recommended it years and years and years ago and I've just listened to it every time it's on. But I think they started it during season five, so 2017. See, so I'm all about that because who the hell watches TV that's scheduled anymore? Like, oh, it's yeah. 7.30, got to watch. Have you been paying attention? <laughs> yeah. Sorry for the ratings, guys. I'm sure we, yeah, no. Yeah. Podcast ratings still count, right? Yeah, that absolutely. counts for your funding. So. Yeah, for sure. So we're good then. I'm almost <laughs> certain that's why they would do it. Yeah, well, yeah. It's I hope. Advertising mm, I yeah, hope sure. they really do. Like I know that for a while, because um, uh, I used to work in magazines, that our online clicks didn't count for the same amount of like ratings as yeah, the yeah. actual distribution. But they really need to integrate the hell out of that because honestly, more people listen to podcasts these days and if that's not included with the ratings, then something is seriously yeah. wrong. Because it still technically is the show. It's being like consumed. it really is. Like you listen to it and you listen and you watch the show at the same time. You could sync it up perfectly. And it would just be like watching the show, but it's just listening to With a slight echo because you can't press play at the same time. Well, kind of. you're a bit <laughs> special. Yeah, unless you've got like a lot of time to just you know, sink it. <laughs> and go. The, yeah, yeah. And go. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think I've only watched that show a couple of times. God, I feel like I'm shitting on this show now. I support Australian comedy. I just don't watch TV. I don't watch, yeah, that's the I don't watch TV much. Yeah. Either, so it's, it's only tough. when I'm at someone's house and it, it's, it's, it's on. on yeah. 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 yeah I do it. quite love watching the faux pas where the comedians really embarrass whatever <laughs> Z grade celebrity they actually have on some of the ones where they yep. can't get celebrity celebrities. <laughs> like, what is it? All the I'm, bachelor I'm a celebrity people. bachelor people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get roasted. It's, it's good. It's good it's for that. It's so funny. Okay. All right. Well, let's go back to. Oh, well, let's round out. So I recommended Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Liz. The Guilty Feminist. And. Have you been paying attention from me, Nick? And so those are our live podcasts. Uh, tune in next week and we will review them. Uh, let's go back and review what we recommended last week. I think I'm going to start with mine because I'm in charge and I want to know what you thought about Best Judies, which is an LGBTQIA plus podcast um, based in Sydney, interviewing people in the culture, kind of uh, giving that inner city um, queer culture vibe to anyone who tunes into the podcast. Um, so this is, uh, yeah, so it's Australian based in Sydney. What did you think? I love that this exists. I really do. Um, and having lived in Sydney and spent quite a lot of my time around the Potts Point <laughs> Kings Cross area, like it, it really does feel like it encapsulates the the vibe yeah, that yeah. they have there. I really like the hosts. I think they are really personable, really charming. Love the whole there's no place like homo at the end. It made <laughs> me laugh. Um, I listened to uh, one of the ones with the 78er Lance Day talking about um, when they went on a protest that was uh, to about Stonewall oh, uh, yep, that yep. was sanctioned by the police. The police mm. had given permission, but then they all got arrested and all this horrible stuff. And it mm. was just so important, I guess, to know the roots of the culture in order to become a better ally, I yeah, think. Yeah, absolutely. And I really quite liked that. And I like some of the lighter episodes as well. I also listened to one about um, a trans woman realizing the moment when she realized that she was a trans woman and that's why she'd been feeling so uncomfortable and it was really sweet because because her mum just walked in and went how's our little girl doing today and she was like oh 
I am. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh my God, your mum got there before you did. That's so great. Yeah. Like it was just so beautiful and I got a bit teary and it's great. So it's really nice to hear these stories in an excellent place. Um, the people I think who need to hear these stories won't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is a really great place for the people who are in this culture to be able to feel like they're um, able to hear stories of people living their best lives. You know who I think... Sorry, Nick. Yeah, we no, we okay. all get to you. Yeah. No, we um, won't. <laughs> what I, I think this is a great podcast for accepting parents of yeah. kids who have come out and they don't know what they're dealing with because it's totally honest and upfront and charming and it's not confrontational at all. And it's not like super like, here's what you should be doing. It's just yeah, talking about because people it's living honestly, life. It, it's yeah. it's these people figuring out how to deal with all these things as well. Because just because you're gay, it doesn't, that doesn't mean that you know how to navigate this landscape Mm. um, that is the Sydney gay scene. Nick, what did you think? I really enjoyed it too. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I listened to uh, the Carly Rae Jepsen episode, um, the nightlife one about the poof doofs, which I Mm. found incredibly interesting because I used to participate in the Sydney nightlife for a while when I was living down there as well, like King's Cross, oh, yeah, Osborne, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and also the LGBT uh, media only aimed at gay men. I really enjoyed all of it. Um, it's very it's very accessible. I don't know, like, you know, for me, I'm listening to all of this stuff. And to be fair, I, I, I'm aware of some of the people who actually guessed like Joel Devereaux and Ruby Slippers and stuff like that. Yeah. But hearing their perspectives um, in that sort of controlled environment rather yeah. than it just being out um, listening to it in that and having those sort of questions, I really loved how quick the hosts were able, I'm blanking on the names, but how quickly they were able to connect and keep the topics from going a bit too dark. So like with the Puff Duff one, I found it really interesting, even though it was a little bit sort of advertising because the guest they had on was someone organizing who was, it, it was yeah. organizing mm. it. But obviously having that sort of perspective is important so you can understand how that sort of stuff operates. Um, but for me, I am going to listen to, like I've subscribed to it because I'm really excited to see what they're going to do this year because they haven't released an episode since mid-December. So yeah, they, mm. took, they took a break for Christmas. Yeah. Um, but for me, I kind of agree the fact that the people that need to, was it the people that need to, that should listen to that this? That need one. to listen to yeah. this the most will not. Will not, which I find kind of upsetting because I, there's nothing scary or anything about it. I think it's really terrific, even as someone like me who's not overly familiar with the LGBTQI plus, have I got all that right? LGBTQIA A plus. I knew there was an A. Sorry, everyone. It's also um, technically AA plus. AA plus. See, you know, getting it all wrong. But it's the same thing in terms of, Allowing people just like to recommend it because you just learn some stuff and yeah. or nothing, none of it, none of this is scary. Like I don't know why anyone would be scared of this. I think all of this is incredibly interesting, and I'm yeah. absolutely on board for the ride. It was really good. I've got a friend who um, has just started dabbling in um, doing some drag queen stuff, mm. and a few of his friends are not quite, you know, accepting Ooh. of that. I know drag queens are the best, aren't yeah. they? Though. Um, and so this is kind of something like they're not horrible about it, but they're mm. just weird about it. So I feel like this is the kind of podcast that I would then tell him, "Hey, maybe get your friends to listen to some of this." Yeah, absolutely. Because like, yeah. he's a, he's a straight man who wants to do drag. Yeah, absolutely. Which is fine. I mean, and drag his friends are like, everyone. "So what? Yeah. You're gay yeah. now? No, that <laughs> no doesn't, just that's not what it means." But I think podcasts, this podcast in particular, and podcasts like this, um, 
are very good recommendations for mm. people going through some shit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Similar sort of experiences because my girlfriend's a drag king. She does a, a lot of drag. So with Is that, she? I yeah. didn't know that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. So when I tell people that, some of the reactions are like, "Oh, you can get kings," and I'm like, "Yeah, drag <laughs> accepts everyone." Like, yeah, literally, like uh, gay women, straight women, yeah. straight men, like yep. or. Non-binary people like yeah, drag is a performance. Like, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's a, not a sexuality. No, yeah. not at all. It's literally just a performance. And some of the stuff that I've seen after my girlfriend sort of gotten into it over the last couple of years has been incredible. These the stuff that these people put on is just crazy. But like yeah. you said, it was a similar sort of thing. People were kind of like, oh, okay, like a drag. How king? do I navigate? Like, this? what, what is you? this? And yeah, like yeah. I mean, sort of reeling it back to the podcast. Like this is a really good sort of podcast to help navigate that I guess whether you I mean yeah, know much or you're dipping a toe yeah. in the water mm, yeah for and sure finding out that it's just fine yeah, yeah. exactly it's not scary no nah. it's great Good. I'm glad you both enjoyed it because, yeah, this is a really charming podcast and I really hope that they do well um, because, yeah, this would have helped a lot of people um, I think so too Absolutely yeah. mm. Okay, let's go to what Liz recommended I recommended a podcast called Blackout, which featured Rami Malek as one of the actors, main actors in it, uh, which had like a post-apocalyptic sort of storyline where one day the power just goes out. The phone towers go out, everything goes out, and a lone radio DJ who still has access to a <laughs> generator is trying to keep everyone calm while everything's falling to shit. Mm-hmm. It's by the same people who made Carrier which was that awesome podcast of 2019 yes. with the great soundscaping. Q-Code, right? Q-Code. Q-Code, yeah. Yes. What do we think? I fucking love this. Um, haven't finished it, but I'm like four, four or five episodes in. The sound design is unbelievable. I was in the car when there's a sequence early on when a fucking fighter jet flies over. Yes. And I was driving. <laughs> and this car's like this. And I was just like, oh, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, hang on, I paused. And yep. I was like, oh, it's a podcast. So, so good. this came before Carrier, which is why I think they introduced a, please listen to this with headphones yeah. for Carrier. Yeah, because listening to it on loudspeakers would be, well, I mean, like with, I just did is fucked up. Yeah. So, um, but I really loved, I think this, in terms of like an audio drama, I think the pilot for this is probably the best one I've listened to. It sets up and establishes this mystery yeah. really, really well. Um, and its characters already have this, I don't know, this sort of um, nuance to them already. And I also feel like the town feels really lived in. It kind of mm. reminds me a little bit. I haven't seen Twin Peaks except like one fucked up episode in the later season um, <laughs> as a joke. I think most people who haven't well, actually yeah. like binged Twin Peaks have seen one fucked up episode at yeah. some point in their lives. But you do get this really lived in vibe from it all. And I find even the show manages to juggle its perspectives really well. I'm not really thrown by the different story arcs that it's going yeah. on. It's really impressive to see how they're able to keep those arcs on the straight and narrow rather than having them sort of go all over the place. And yeah, no, it's really good. I really love this. I'm really excited to finish it. Yeah. yeah. Like this this one, definitely more than Carrier, is written like a TV show. Yeah. Yes. So and so you're kind of listening to it, you're familiar with what the pilot is doing, it's setting up, and it's not mm. going to tell you much, but it's going to set up what's happening and who's who it's happening to. I got two and a bit episodes in before I had to check out because I was getting very angry um, just because of the story. Mob, mob violence and mob mentality is my is a huge trigger for me and I'm just like, I was not in a place to listen yeah. To, yeah. To, to be triggered. Um, but it's great writing. Um, mm. And so, and and the soundscaping, of course, is very good. That, yeah, the plane. Fucking hell. When, when it flies over and then I'm not... 
it's not much of a spoiler. It happens like in the first. In, yeah. in, the, first, in the second episode, I think yeah. when it crashes, you hear it fly yeah. over yep. and crash as well. But in the distance, after the it's distance, flown yeah. over your head, like it's just such um, meticulous attention to detail, and yeah. I want more of. And this. even even like the distance of the voices and what have you, it's it's it. I can definitely see what they learnt from this one that they put into Carrier. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can see how it would translate. I feel like, in terms of where it is narratively, like, like I said, it, it balances all those narratives really well. But I feel like they kind of, like you said, learn from it. And when you go into Carrier, it very much is a Carrier is an immersive experience. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I, do, I think they definitely discovered like the, the difficulty of making like a real world. Uh, there's no limits soundscape when so they really limited it to the truck in carrier yeah um that being said i know i noped out of it i'll definitely be going back when i'm in a better headspace yeah, yeah don't um, yeah. yeah like there's there's the way that it goes is not quite the way that i thought it was going to go mm. towards the end like i thought it was going to be incredibly honestly it yeah. was it was it felt very salem -y to me at one point <laughs> right. like it was two two or three characters that as soon as they came in i was like oh no you can just tell by the I sound of their voice yeah. and that and the twang the deliverance twang <laughs> can't do it and then as soon as one of the main characters started buying in i'm like no, no i can't do no, it i'm out yeah. I'm, not, I'm not listening to this story today uh but i mean that's that's a part of good writing i guess yeah is, well is the fact that you weren't response. like i'm not in i'm not engaged you were engaged enough to know that you needed to nope out and yeah. That's valid. <laughs> I, um, I really like Remy Malik in this too. Me too. He's, I'm. He's got a really calming voice, and I think he sh he was perfect to be the voice of the the DJ trying so hard to to bring everyone back together. Because he he yeah. also produced it, correct? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Mm -hmm. So he yeah. produced the actor. Yeah. Because I feel like even without, if they didn't tell, if Kiko didn't say Remy Malik's in this, I would have been like, oh, this is really cool. It sounds mm. like Remy Malik, but I, he just really it doesn't. Stick out to me that even it's knowing Malik that performing. it was Remy Malik, I I didn't pick up. Yeah, it's tough. Like, I, I didn't hear it and go Remy Malik. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like he does sort of immerse himself into that really well. Like he's a surprisingly good voice actor. Mm. So well, I, I'm just know. really happy. Yeah, that someone of that caliber is interested in yeah. audio drama and so producing. There mm. was another one by Q Code that I listened to before I recommended Blackout that I decided not to recommend because I didn't think the storyline was as strong. But the voice mm. acting is just as good, and uh, it's called Gaslight with Chloe Grace Moritz okay. as oh, the nice. lead, and she also produces it. So I don't know if Q Code uh, had this yeah maybe like a deal the producer deal producer credit kind of thing. Um, it's I still a really see. good story, but it just it just didn't grip me as much as Carrier and, and uh, Blackout did. Hollywood mumbo jumbo. Yeah, it's just like, you know, and it also just makes me wonder whether Hollywood people are then going to them and going, I would like to make a thing yeah. and that's why they're producers or whether they go, okay, well, I'll take less of a fee for producer credit or like how that works in yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, it'd be very interesting because um, I, I get I think that that's, that's the way that the industry is heading now. Just yeah. like... Movie stars used to not want to go onto TV. Then TV started getting more popular, and they started going to TV, and then they started going onto streaming. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we'll see more and more people in in podcasts. I mm. kind of hope so, and also hope not because I would like to do more podcast voice work for stories. Well, and then you, you saw TV who people who were on TV go to film. If Hollywood, if Hollywood <laughs> actors are taking up all my roles, I'm going to cry. No, I will make our own roles, Liz. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. And they'll be better anyway. They will be. <laughs> all right. Well, that. 
that leaves us with Nick's recommendation from last week, which was... 30 for 30, The Sterling Affair, or just The Sterling Affair. The but Sterling Affair. It is a bit confusing because it's under the 30 for 30 podcast Yeah, thing. I just searched for The Sterling Affair and then went down to... And then, then each episode is called The Sterling Affair Part 1, The Sterling Affair Part 2, even though yeah. there are other seasons. So this podcast is produced by ESPN. Um, it's a five-parter that basically talks about... Um, the racist piece of shit that is Donald Sterling, who used to own the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, and essentially what happened in 2014 was a tape of him being a racist piece of shit was leaked by his then or current girlfriend. I don't know. Um, I feel like it would have to have been then after then the events I, that unfolded. I think, Holy yeah. shit. I, I don't believe they're together anymore. I don't yes. think you could release um, that tape to the media and still be with somebody. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah that, I mean, neither of them are very stable individuals. It no, sounds like. not at all. Um, but also it, it, it's less about obviously the sport of basketball and more about the race, yeah. like the racism and the politics behind a multimillionaire, billionaire, sorry, um, being a piece of shit and basically mm-hmm. losing his team. Treating his team a, like they're slaves. I feed them. Yes. They should be grateful. I, you know. Yeah, why do I have to buy them shoes though? Can't they buy Can't their they own buy their shoes? Own yeah. shoes? The Aren't the they grateful that I give them food and they let them play a game on why television? Why do I have yeah. to buy strapping tape for their injuries? Can't they just reuse that? the same strapping tape? <laughs> Fuck, man. This guy is an absolute piece of shit and I quite enjoyed this podcast because when I first started playing it I forgot that you'd said that it was more about the races and I'm like oh Basketball. <laughs> um, the Clippers were a team and they changed <laughs> cities. Who cares? Whoa. Oh, another podcast about a team who lost their city, who lost their team and they moved. And ah, this is great. But then shit started going down and hearing that they actually had the audio from that tape. Yep. Like, I kind of was like, whoa, that's bad. Whoa, that's whoa. Mm. Like, I just kept going. It just, every time you thought that the, that the elevator had bottomed out, it just kept dropping lower and lower and lower. <laughs> and lower nuts he's a fuck (laughs) really good storytelling though too like the way that they framed it by start like they start off by telling a fight between the wife and the girlfriend and that's not until you know like I just thought they it's like they were taking your hand and kind of guiding you around the path of exactly what they wanted you to hear when which I really liked Um, there were basketball-y bits that I dropped out for because basketball (laughs) but then when they started getting back into the can't believe How what did you feel about hearing from the players? Um, I was actually, I'll tell you now, I was genuinely surprised that they me, got players on to talk he about He asked it. me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like Nick, very surprised that they got the players because I was just like, wow, this is, especially when they were talking about the stuff that he said about Magic Johnson and they were just mm, like, yeah. oh my God. Um, I think it's important to hear from both sides. Honestly, yeah. Well, I mean, that's uh, the thing. I I really love that they got the players yeah. because stuff that he said or the way that he treated them, I feel it would have been really poor taste not to have the players. Well, but yeah. you could kind of tell that. Well, the you players can't just weren't. shit talk somebody and not have someone speak from their actual experience. Yeah. You know. But I, I feel I do I do did get the feeling that the players weren't really sure what they could say and why. Oh man, and what, I, whether I, they should be doing it. As yeah. soon as that tape recorder was switched yeah. off, I want to hear what went on in that room because I swear to God, if they weren't swearing about what a racist <laughs> mother f yeah, this guy absolutely. was like. Yeah, and I've never heard of him before and this was mm. just and they're like I was like 2014 that was like recent who says these and he was saying these things to his mistress who was Latina mm-hmm. yes yeah um 
Okay. She was just a little feminine Latina girl. She's not meant to hang around with black people and bring black people to his games. Like all wow, of your like- players. Look, yeah, so I was I was aware of Sterling before yeah. this because uh, when the whole thing happened, I was, I, you know, it was in the news. Was in I the was aware of it. Yeah. Um, and, but it was, uh, I didn't know the whole thing about his... The, bas- the basketball stuff that happened beforehand with the Clippers moving to LA and him basically just running a bargain basement uh, basketball team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Telling everybody that he was planning on tanking the team so we could get better draft picks. Like he just, it's he's like- And the, heckling his own team from- yeah. He's like the, the Donald Trump of basketball. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Like just- he, I mean, he's on record in this as saying he wants to be like Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Which is mind-boggling, and like it, did, it does just come down to billionaires behaving badly. Like this is just. A well, I just imagined yeah. him. I, 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 and no disrespect to Leonardo DiCaprio, but this means that he's played a good role. I pretty much was just imagining Leo's character in Django, Django Unchained, Unchained. Yeah. standing at the top of a plantation, being like, "Why do I have to buy them socks? Can't yeah. they buy their own socks? Aren't they grateful that I put a roof over their heads?" That being said. Um, I, I did I did like this and I did listen to the whole thing. Again, made me very angry, but I got through it. Um, I think the only criticism I have is the same thing that I had with uh, Kelly Lane Problem Child. I think they had a lot of information yeah. and they tried to give you all of it more than once, which yeah. like uh, may, maybe... Uh, but maybe that's why I tuned out because I often find yeah. out, found myself tuning in and out every now and then and I had just attributed that to sport, but maybe it's because I'd heard Because they kind of kept coming back to the white party yeah. and, the, and I know that it was different white parties, but like I kind of explained what the white party was all the time yeah. um, and, and all of that. But, you know, it's, it's still very worth listening to um, because... Like Liz said, 2014. That's so not right. It's still fucking recent. Yeah, like that. So recent. This kind of mentality is still present in people who control a lot Mm. of not only just real estate, which is what he is in, and he was known for being a slumlord, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But benevolent old white fuckwits. Yeah. So, yeah, I I recommend it. Mm. Absolutely. I will be finishing it. I have not yet. Um, but I will be finishing it. It's probably the first sports, sports adjacent podcast. podcast that I will ever finish. So props to you, Hang Nick. on to it being <laughs> sports adjacent. Yes. It's not sports. It's adjacent. It's racist. Okay. Well, uh, so that is uh, three three big wins this week. Uh, yes. So thank you for joining us once again. If you want to... Uh, Send your podcast our way. If, if you have a podcast or you enjoy someone else's podcast and you want us to have a listen and see if we want to recommend it, you can find us on the web at that'snotcanon.com forward slash castology where there is a form that you can fill out or you can find us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter and you can, yeah, so Liz will probably be answering you if you go there. I'll yeah, answer the email. If you want to chat on Facebook, I'm here for a chat. Sometimes. Um, yeah. If I you, do have a lie. <laughs> if you submit, uh, we can't guarantee that we will recommend it, but we will definitely listen to it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, do that. We'll be back next week with more recommendations and a review of our live podcast from live this week. So, I recommended Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR, Liz. Guilty Feminist. And Nick. Have you been paying attention? Did we just do the thing where we just say the, the stuff that we did too many times? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Until next week, I've been Zane here with Liz and Nick. Bye. Bye.
Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because... Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognize their mother's voice from inside the womb? That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar? And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only €15 per month. 12-month contract, €15 per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add red unlimited SIM only as a third plan with red family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Come home to ultra-fast broadband and Sky's best ever Wi-Fi for our lowest ever price from just €30 a month. So you can now play games, stream music and download movies at ultra-fast speeds for less than ever before. To switch from just €30 a month for 12 months, search Sky30. Availability subject to location, setup fees, terms and conditions applied. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds.